Surprise! How's the remark show? The real men in black. Sometimes there are elements in the real world which are too weird to cover to make urban legends and fields of cryptology are full of stories like this. So, the men in blank have long been part of pop culture and been at the heart of conspiracy theories of ufology for the last 70 years. For the most people, the term is inseparable from a charming franchise of movies based on a legend. For the people most familiar with the depiction of the area, basic area where these stories come from, it may be strange that I include them in a world centred upon creatures from folklore, ultra-terrestrials. Throughout the late 1940s, as the dust was settling from the World, War, World Wars and Cold Wars, were just starting, there was a phenomenon that couldn't be explained. Though UFOs have been seen throughout history and were present during World War Two as the phenomenon known as Foo Fighters, these were the years where people really started to take notice. Several world governments began collecting thousands of reports of objects in the sky that just couldn't be explained from various variety sources from Confused as the civilians to spooks, pilots concerned, this ship was following their the aircraft, and not long after their separation, apparent increase in activity, there soon reports of other things that disturbed these people. On June 21, 1947, a pair of harbour patrolmen on a workboat on a pungent sound witnessed a collection of six donut-shaped objects in the sky over Marley Island, Island about halfway between Seattle and Toyoka, Washington. As they watched these objects over the island, one of them dropped a suspense described as white metal that resembled lava. This suspense reportedly fell into the boat, breaking one man's arm and killing crew man's dog. Afterwards, one of the patrolmen, Harry Harold Dole, was approached by a man in a dark suit who succeeded to tell Dole not to talk about the incident. Those suppose he had the first reported encounter of World War One, the men in black. The story was recounted years later in a book by Gary Barker, a writer who was sceptical of US stories but wrote about them for financial gain, sometimes going as far as visiting in hoaxings. In fact, Barker's book is the first introduction of the concept of the men in black to the public. His involvement also brought the variety into question. Other people began to suspect that Dull and other patrolmen, Fred Christman, had been making the story, making up the story to sell it. But while Fred Christman went on to be a writer, had been writing to, had been writing to amazing stories. Even prior to the event, not everyone believed it was bullshit. In fact, Dull, who had been one to supposedly encounter the men back, seemed to generally believe that had happened. While many began to refer to the Murray, Murray Island incident as hoax, others started to report saying the same things. Tales of men in black suits appearing on the site of unexplained events, particularly UFO sightings, could spread like wildfire. The description also 
always fairly the same, pale, emotionless men in black suits who spoke in monotone and made everyone around them feel uneasy. These sinister figures are seen appearing in almost every mysterious event, imitating the, imitating the witnesses, sometimes being connected to disappearance of evidence. Covering up strange phenomena at the height of the Cold War led to many to believe that they were government agents, but the government's disavowed the knowledge of them, and unnatural demand of these men started to spawn the other days. Before long, some other, some even believed they were the actual aliens from UFOs or robots sent by aliens, contained reports of their activities. John Kerr, one of the most prominent in the universe, influential universe ufologists in the 1960s to his late death in, to his death in 2009, were best known for several books in the late 60s and early 70s. Kill's books like The Mothman Prophecies and Operation Trojan Horse were missing link to all supernatural events past and future. As a journalist, Kill was initially seeking to prove that UFOs work of extraterrestrial before eventually coming to the conclusion it was actually the work of something completely different, ultra-terrestrials. While extraterrestrials are entities that come from space, ultra-terrestrials are creatures that come from other dimensions. According to Kill, all creatures of legend have representatives of ultra-terrestrial kind, fairies, ghosts, monsters and aliens, all just manifestations of ultra-terrestrials who many supernatural powers could take any form they wished. Among these creatures were men in black, creatures who resembled the government agents who denoted as lower caste spelling and work in parallel with the shadowing man. Specifically, Kill had denied the men in black had been demonic entities which he personally encountered. These demonic creatures, slightly different in description than previous accounts, was still essentially the watchdogs of the ultra-terrestrial community, ensuring that all knowledge of their activity was suppressed. According to Curl, he had encountered them on multiple occasions, with some being dark-skinned or having exotic features, but all being identified by the well-known black attire that connected them to the previous story. According to Curl's work, there were never space agent aliens involved in these events. He made a numerous version of things people have been sighted for centuries for this, so, before such as fairies, circles and ghosts. Despite not matching up to the common experiences and other stories seem to agree with Kill's version of events, many accounts of men in black have spoken of a general sense of dread among the around the individuals, but some have gone further than that. Said to have terrific powers, terrific and even ability to give someone a heart attack. The men in back of some stories may certainly live up to Kerr's dramatic description. At least one person had been cocked by men might be through actually long before making cocked a face-to-face meeting. It's also clear that MAB follows some rules that are generally followed by creatures for folklore. William Shear of Essex claimed that they visited 
to be visited by men in grey suits who had the hallmark tone and demeanour of their men back after claiming to see the UFO. As one of these pale men aggressively questioned Shearer at the door, the other loomed by the car and gave off an imitating presence. Shearer took a particular note that the men at the door seemed eminent giving permission to enter the house, and when denied to enter, decided to confront him again at another location. Later appearing at work, the men once again began demanding to, for Shearer to allow them inside the workplace. Shearer, still feeling incredibly uneasy, denied him once again, and the two men left never to be seen again. Though he still feels they are fit following his actions, even tapping his phone, these hostile men apparently weren't able to enter his home without permission. A trait of several other creatures co- has called ultra-terrestrials. However, it does not always seem to stop them making contact. Albert Bannon, the director of a small organisation called the International Flying Saucer Bureau, was once visited in his home without warning by three men in black. Albert had been preparing to release his findings on the secrets behind UFOs through a journal he published called Space Review. Wanted to have someone look over his work before he put it out in the public. Albert mailed the report to a friend for renewal. Before the friend could respond, Albert was visited by the men in black in his bedroom. While lying in the bed, Albert experienced an extreme dizzy spell before. At first thing he meant to focus, three men became clearer as they stood over him, appearing to be materialising slowly into the room, dressed in black and wearing humbug-style hats. One was visibly holding the report. Albert mailed to his friend, though he couldn't make out the faces under the shadows of the hat. Their eyes soon fixed on Albert and lit up with a blinding light that caused Albert a searing pain in his forehead. Speaking to him telepathically, they confronted Albert's report, but made it clear he was never to release it to anyone. Albert, terrified by his experience, agreed to close the organisation, end the publication of his journal, never renew, ever, never renew what had been in the report. Thus, seemingly entered his home about permission, contradicting the of court. It would be difficult to know if those that visited Albert ever actually entered the home. They spoke directly to his mind, appeared slowly, and never actually approached him directly. Their appearance were identical with them, whereby a vague and purposefully obscured. And while Albert's encounter could have been a dream, as he was in bed, he did have contact with the likes of Gary Barker, his own story paralyzed many others who have similar encounters MIB, which left UFO investigators believing his account. However, some believe it was not simply a projection, but rather an actual teleprocoting that someone allowed them to cross the threshold in his home. One account mentioned with a theory was the area around Loch Ness in 1973. Frederick Holliday was witness a man in a black suit watching him during his search for Loch Ness Monster. Holliday, been, Holliday had, had long been searching for evidence of Loch Ness Monster. I remember the Loch Ness Investigation Bureau. 
and made frequent trips to the lock. However, on one day in 1973, Connolly realised he'd been observed when he saw a man watching him intently from a distance. While visitors to the lock got common, Connolly knew this man was watching him as he had his back to the lock, faced his direction. Though appearing cold and motionless and hardly moving, Connolly could feel a malevolent emanating from the man. However, he watched this man, he could heard a particular whispering and a whistling sound as the figure vanished in an instant like Albert Brenner's case. It was apparent M.I.B. appeared a distant distance disappeared in an instant. So while Tyson struggling within the domain of UFOs and aliens from space, M.I.B. had been long connected to all supernatural activity, like Kill stated in his book, Accounts across the world seem to blur the line between aliens and monsters and spirits, all existing on the watchful eye of the man in black. Men in black, the men in black, apparently creatures of their own right, who use their powers and invitation to invitation to prevent the truth from reaching the public. Even now, decades later, the image of men in black has become somewhat something starkly less threatening in the public mindset. There you are, folks, the men in black.